This episode contains adult language, mature situations, baby murdering cultists, a man in the ugliest wig on the planet who actually is not Nicolas Cage, the dad from Twilight, a 76 Dodge Charger with the 44, the accountant, the god killer, and Nicholas Kim Coppola as a revenant in terrible hair plugs. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 51. I'll take pleasure in gutting you, boy. Wait, wrong movie. Oops. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spike Movie Review. This is your host, Zan, saying what's up? And this is Timbo. How's it going? Yes, we are back again, and since this is the 51st episode of the Spike and Movie Review, we are back to have lots of fun and talk about strange and unusual films. For those who are joining us for the first time, welcome. Spike Inside that provides information views about connecting enhanced narratives, specifically in this case, movies. We talk about them, we watch them, we laugh about them, we rant about all the stupid things that happen in it, like people with bad hair plugs, or bad wigs, or drive insanely. Correct. And we rate <laughs> them. You don't have to do anything we say, but I've heard we're slightly entertaining just a little bit. A little. Yeah. Mildly. At least we ent- entertain ourselves, at least. Yes, that's the main thing. We should have fun, <laughs> yes. And also you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekid.com or at fightbait.com. And you can email us at spirekin at gmail.com or me at zanspirekin.com. And me, timbo.spirekin at gmail.com. Yes, we have business cards and we'll be at a con coming near you eventually. Someday. Maybe. <laughs> we will see. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and for those of you who With are Dr. wondering... Dr. Mobius. Yes, he'll be back in another fun-filled <laughs> future episode. And yes, this is actually interesting because next month, the month of November, we're actually having our last theme month of the year, 2011. 
And yes, I know some of you are upset that we missed a couple of months. Well, hey, what do I expect? I don't control the weather with Hurricane Irene, and I also don't control... Um, what the hell is it? That stupid... Robo-scorpions! Yes, robo-scorpions! <laughs> hey! And also, I don't control deaths in my family or weddings or other things, you know? Just have to deal with it. Roll with the punches. We're busy. Yes. That's what we're saying right now. We're, but we're busy. The plus side is that the next month <laughs> is actually being brought to you by a cool movie which any red-blooded American should watch. What movie is that? Kung Fu and Titties! Yes, Kung Fu and Titties. To hear more about that, check out www.kungfuandtitties.com. Who is being made by one of our very close friends. Who has been on two episodes now. Has been on the wonderful episode 22, which where we talked about uh, we talked about a movie where you... <laughs> you don't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. If you know that line, then you know what movie we're talking about. And also, he was in a great episode where we talked about a prison. Where the warden had a gun which made you blow up. And the main rule of a prison is the prison warden is best at kung fu. Correct. Yeah, it's a shame you weren't on that episode. But yeah, uh, I well, know. Hey, there's other stuff we could do, including the Hakuto no Ken live-action movie, <laughs> which was so terrible. But it had um, Ron Howard in a... Uh, no, the, that's the he's the dumb brother, right? It's Ron Howard. Oh, no, uh, Ron, uh, you're, you're thinking of... Um, uh, the hell is his brother's oh, name, the ugly one? The weird one. Yeah, that guy. I think it is Ron Howard. No, Ron Howard's the, the, the Opie from... from he was happy days. Well, anyway, his brother, the, his brother, wearing Nazi paraphernalia. <laughs> yes, but we're getting ahead of ourselves or past ourselves. So, what is new in the lives of us? Well, nothing much. My this weekend, actually, my movie is coming out. The last movie of the year for me. And what movie is that? In time. In time. Made by the guy who made Gattaca, and it looks actually yeah. amazing. The, game, the movie looks really good. I have to say that Justin Timberlake made a very good choice in his career to become a. Uh, Actor. Actor, because he's much better actor than... Well, he wasn't a bad solo singer. I, I'm not, I'll, I won't take... I won't forgive him for... Bye, 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 bye. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. In sync, that, yeah, that was bad. But when he became a solo... When he started growing up and whatever, he, 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 he made some good career choices. But mm, His movies have been so far terrible, but this actually is... Some of them have been pretty good, though. There, there have been a few. There have well, been a few. this might be the transition of him going from... Just a bad singer or a mediocre singer to an actual actor, the same way yeah. that Mark Wahlberg did. Yeah. Marky Mark from the Funky Bunch to Mark Wahlberg, who has done some great films, including The Departed. The big hit. Ah, the big hit. Yes, the big I, I thought you were talking about Lucky Number Slevin for a second, who he, does not have Mark Wahlberg in it. No, I'm talking about the big hit, which is <laughs> And his, I got confused. <laughs> which is hysterical, because one of the characters in the, in the crime spree becomes obsessed with... He had, he's a really yeah. handsome man, and he becomes obsessed with masturbation. There's a scene where there's a fight scene at the end of the movie, <laughs> and they're breaking, and they're fighting, and they end up in the adult section. It says, uh, "Customer of the Year," and you see them there going, <laughs> they just stop and like, "What?" The <laughs> That's pretty funny. I, 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 one of my personal Mark Wahlberg favorites is uh, "I Heart Huckabees." That was good. That was a good movie. Still a funny, odd, strange. But this movie coming out looks really good, yeah. and if it does well, maybe we'll review it once it comes out on DVD so we can actually yes. watch it and actually... because I would like to see that movie, too. I've, I've been seeing... There's a lot of random, awesome actors in that movie. Yeah. There's the guy from White Collar, the one guy is from Mad Men, uh, yeah, uh, the guy, uh, Scarecrow, basically, yeah. from, from Amanda Mad Men. Amanda Seyfield, who, I have to say, she's an actress. Yeah. I mean, most of the movies she picks are kind of girly, but she's an actress. Yeah. And also, if you watch... Um, uh, mean girls, you know she has. <laughs> but yeah, and she can tell movie. the weather with them. <laughs> she can. 
But uh, yeah, that that uh, that movie uh, looks pretty cool. So yes, and for those who don't know, the premise is that in the far distant future, humanity. Te- you basically have twenty five years to live. I think is what the premise mm-hmm. is. And after that, you stop you have, aging. And you have like a weird clock on your arm. At first, when I saw the first pre- the first time I saw the preview, I thought it was like a remake of Logan's Run for a second, because that was pretty much the premise of Logan's Run. You live until you you're twenty five. I like the fact that it's your time that you, that's yeah. how you spend everything yeah. is your time. Yeah. And it's like you know the other people were living day by day, and it's like four dollars for four minutes for a cup of coffee. And yeah. You know. No cup of coffee's worth that much to me. But anyway, yeah. but I guess I mean if you're sitting online waiting for the cup of coffee, it probably does take you to four minutes anyway. So you lose eight minutes. Yeah, it's, it's that sucks. <laughs> oh well. we'll see how it is. It might be really good. It might be terrible. I'm yeah. hoping. I'm hoping it's it looks good. cool. The there's so many cool. other because the rest of the year is just. I mean, you have the Chipmunk Squeakquel. Nope. No, actually, no. There is one more movie. One more movie at the end of the year. But so far, that's it until the end of the year. Talk about Sherlock Holmes too. Ah, yes. Sherlock Holmes 2 looks awesome. And then the rest of the year, November is dead. There's nothing, I don't think. Uh, where is it? Uh, October. Let's see what we got going on here. We have... Happy V2! Oh, The Rum Diaries came out. Oh, yeah, The Rum Diaries. But that's That movie day. freaks me out. I don't... I feel like oh, that's... Oh, it's a limited release, though. Never mind. Mm. That means we'll never see it here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's it for the month. And one of the, one of the movies, the year's ter- most terrible movies comes out also. No! No more twinkling vampires! Vampires deserve so much more than that. Yeah. Vampires are cool when they're done right. Yes, like in Fright Night. Another yes. movie which we have to review eventually. But yes. let's get on with that because we've babbled enough, I think. It's been ten minutes. Babbling! It's been like fifteen minutes of us babbling. In, this in 3D! Yes, we're actually talking about a movie in 3D. And... Don't know that number. Yeah, someone rang my phone call. But anyway, that doesn't matter, because we are talking about a movie which, surprisingly, we is similar to a movie we did way back in <laughs> episode 48. It's similar because it has a scene, and we talked about this earlier, about this yes. scene. We're going to talk about it a little more. And as usual, since this came out within the last ten years, we're not going to spoil the entire plot, even though we should. But the movie is a mayhem film, meaning that... All the stuff is illogical. It never happened in real life. There's yeah. a high body count. It's a hard R, and it's completely gnarly fucking yeah. insane. Lots of guns, lots of blowing up of cars, lots of crashing and blowing up and fire and, and just sex ridiculousness. And nudity. Yeah. And surprisingly, this is Daryl Serrato of Anime World Order's favorite movie of the year. Wow. He says this I is, would not go that far. He said it was better than Hobo with a Shotgun. Well, he's... He needs a hobo with a shotgun to go to his house no, and tell him what's what's true. Because hobo is the better movie. <laughs> hobo! Yes, the hobo. But we'll get to the hobo another day. Yes. So this movie was directed by Peter Lassier, who has done one other movie, really, besides this, and that was Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Yes. That explains a lot. Hey, this movie has a very similar premise to Ghost Rider. <laughs> just a little bit. It was produced by Michael DeLuca, who just... Actually, that's a front because the person who actually paid for this movie, most of the cars and stuff for this movie, was paid for by the main actor, as he usually does. It seems. Yeah, I'm surprised. Some Otherwise, nobody would ever put him in movies. I don't think. It's like, yeah, I'll let you use all my money and <laughs> use all my cars and all my stuff. You put me in a movie today, okay? <laughs> I bet you he wrote this movie for himself too. 
Yeah. But actually, he doesn't get the girl, so maybe not. Yeah. And who are we talking about who's starring in this movie? The one, the only, Nicolas Cage. In another horrible toupee. But this toupee <laughs> is not as bad as the Bangkok Dangerous or the Sorcerer's Apprentice toupee. It's his, more... his hair doesn't look real. It, it, like, literally doesn't, like, it. it's not so much that, like, you can see like that he has a toupee on. It's just that the the hair does not look like his own. Just clearly does not look like it's his. It yeah. looks like it belongs on a horse. Yeah, no, <laughs> it does. It looks just <laughs> terrible. And then you have the main female lead played by um, Amber Heard. Heard. It's a weird fucking last name. Yeah, Heard. Heard. I don't know. Well, she's been in some cool stuff actually. So she was in Zombieland. Is is four oh six? His yes. roommate, who the first person you see is a zombie. Yes. And she's been in a few other things, and she's actually, she's probably one of the best actors in the movie. She has to carry the movie, essentially, because it is really more her story than, because Nicolas Cage's character is more of the typhoon which appears and ruins her life, almost. Yeah. But next is actually, in my opinion, the best character in this movie, and I'm going (laughs) to tell you now, he is the MVP, in my opinion. (laughs) William Finchner. You may know this guy from a little TV show where Michael Schofield had the tattoo on his back, the entire prison <laughs> of a Master Security prison. What are we talking about? We're talking about Prison Break. Yeah. He's also in Dark Knight in the first two minutes. He was in Equilibrium. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, both movies with Christian Bale. Yep. He was in Malcolm X. He was in Pearl Harbor. He's in Grand Theft Auto Vice City as Ken Rosenberg, who was oh, actually on He was of- also in Contact as well. Yes, he was. Oh, look at that! Mm. They must have the ca- same casting director for like the, like the, all these movies. He was also in Mr. and Mrs. Smith as the marriage counselor you see at the beginning and the end of the movie and the bookends. Ah, uh, he's been in a lot of. He's pretty much an awesome actor. If you don't know who we're talking about, like Google him or, or Wikipedia him, and you'll you'll recognize him immediately because you've seen him in other yeah. movies. He's he's always that guy that's like, oh, I know that guy. I remember that guy but from that movie. In this movie, he's unforgettable. And you'll, this, yeah. I think, will be the movie that you say, okay, this is his character from now on because he's yeah. just badass. I mean, he was badass in Prison Break, but this is just that to the nth degree. Mm-hmm. Also, you have Billy Burke, who is in several terrible movies where he plays the exact same character, and this one, he actually plays something different. Yeah. Most times, he is the typical, I'm a father of a girl who's having horrible problems. He was yeah. the father in Twilight in the entire series. He's the father in Little Red Riding Hood, which if you haven't re- watched that movie, he actually is the wolf. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to spoil the movie because it's... it's Alright. Well, it's... Whatever. Yeah, but he, he's he's actually the cult leader in this movie. And he's, he's all spooky and crazy. Yeah, he's known as Jonah King. Well, gets, and then yeah. we have David Morris, another person who is in contact. And he is... In a lot of movies. Yeah, he's another one of those guys, you look at him and you're like, hey, it's that guy again. It, this is like, this movie just has a bunch of those people in it, apparently. Yeah, but then we have a bunch of people who you would not know who we are, they are even if we had told you, except for Tom Atkins, surprisingly, did like a ten minute role in this movie. And Tom Atkins, he was in Halloween, he was in The Fog, he was in Escape from New York. He's done a lot of stuff. And mm-hmm. he surprisingly, well, like I said, Escape from New York, you know him because he was the guy that gave Snake Plissken his job and said, look, we poisoned you, you're gonna die unless you do know what we say. <laughs> Pretty badass. And I gotta say, really worth seeing him in this movie. It's good to see that he's still acting and he did a good job. Yeah. He was kind of funny in his in a lot of his lines mm-hmm. and some of his mentality. And then a bunch of other people we don't know, but then or the person who had the who is the most memorable in this movie. Kenneth Wayne Bradley. <laughs> we'll get to him in a minute. <laughs> uh, so- <laughs> I like his credit, too. It's hilarious. 
Yes. <laughs> and this movie was surprisingly shot in 3D. Yeah. And one now, thing I forgot. This is, this is, this this movie came out in in the midst of in case in case this podcast is listened to 20 years from now. The, this movie came out in the in the high in the heyday of of the 3D movies. In the resurgence in the 2000s and it came because out of digital filming and whatnot. Yes, and Peter Lassier actually did another movie, My Bloody Valentine's, in 3D. He's tried bringing it back, and he actually shoots in 3D, and it actually works kind of well for this movie, and also it doesn't work. Yeah, there's... It it starts out okay, and then they kind of just start overusing it to some degree, and I guess we'll explain that a little bit later. Yep, and like I said, the movie came out February 25th, 2011. It was budgeted at 45 to 50 million dollars, so we'll say 48 million. And it's made a grand total of... 28,931,401. So that's so, a big flop. Yeah, big flop. I mean, maybe made better in in, in, in uh, DVD sales or something. I don't know. Oh, this is a box office bomb. I, it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, It didn't even make a... Th- it yeah. made a little more than half of what they... And this this was like a summer movie? No, was it? Or no, was February. It? Oh, it was February. Movie. What was coming out around that time? Because I, I... Season of the Witch came out at the same time. Oh, yeah. Um, no, but I, I feel like there were there were some really good movies that were coming out around that time at that point. No, not really. The thing was, this was this movie was pushed back like five times, mm. just like Season of the Witch. Both these films kept getting pushed back year by year, so that yeah. could be why the anticipation and whatnot. Yeah. What are we talking about? We're talking about Nicolas Cage starring in Drive Angry in 3D. Uh. Yes, and surprisingly, <laughs> if you did not see any of the trailers or the posters... This movie would be a lot better, but the trailers and the poster actually ruined the biggest surprise in the whole fucking movie. Yeah. And that is that the main character, John Milton, and this is going to be spoiler heavy, so we apologize. He's a Revenant. Yeah. He he escapes hell. Yes, and for those who don't know, a Revenant is a mobile corpse. Yes. But not not really a zombie so much. They they can can think and... It's like... His uh, soul. A good example of a revenant would be Shadow Man from Shadow Man. Uh, Shadow Man from Shadow Man. Yes. <laughs> Dead, Dead Man from DC Comics. Yes. They, he he's he he has full control of his mind and. He's not the king. No. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So he comes back from the dead or from hell. He escapes hell, so he can then try to save his granddaughter <laughs> from the cult. Of Jonah King, who's played by Billy Burke, and insanity ensues as he ends up. He gets a ride from Piper, who is a waitress he meets in Oklahoma, because he just ends up in Oklahoma randomly, yes. and then it's they're trying to get within two days to Louisiana, which which I, they're trying to go to this place, uh, Stillwater Creek, is that what it's called? Yeah, which is actually a a, a prison that's been closed down. For mumbly jumbly purposes, which we don't yeah. want to spoil, and insanity ensues. There's a lot of cool stuff. And before we get pursuing Milton, because he did escape from a the world's greatest maximum security prison, is the accountant, who is played by William Fitchner. And right. The accountant is badass. Yeah, that's pretty much. He's in a suit. He just kind of he kind of he's very nonchalant about stuff. And but then his own when he, theme song. yeah, but then he has his own theme song, and then and then when he when he needs to be, he's he's a complete and utter badass. Basically, that's that's pretty much all you got to say about it. And he reminds me of Mayhem from those Allstate commercials because he has a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mayhem usually ensues as as he as he approaches. So I feel like I feel like that's uh, that's yeah. a good uh, yeah. 
analogy for him. Exactly. So, we can't really spoil a lot more. Besides these stars, the movie's uber violent, has a large body count. Yeah, if you like gun porn and and, uh, and car crashes and explosions, yeah. this, this is pretty much... It, pretty much does the trick in that regard. There's some fight scenes and some interesting things along that nature. It's hard for us to actually not spoil a lot of the movie because yeah, it is so hard. Because there's not really much of a plot. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's nonsensical and it's, it's, it's simplicity and that's one of the problems with it. Because yeah. the movie is could be brilliant, but it's not. It's just... The movie, the, the, the premise itself is you know, typical... Guy goes, save his family, get revenge, escapes out of prison, but will change prison to hell. But then yeah. you, you throw in all these other little things which work, including a gun which can destroy anything which he steals from yes. the devil, the god killer, which is Bas- a badass. Basically, basically, if you get shot by it, you neither you don't go to heaven or hell. You just you just don't exist anymore. Your your soul just gone. Which it's Poof. it is a Chekhov's gun because it's only used. Three times. Yeah, he only has three rounds in it throughout the movie, so he has to he has to save it. Yeah, and um, it's 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 um not a mulligan. It's uh it's just one of those special tchotchkes that he uses. It's a, a deuce ex machina where it just it'll, yeah. it's it's a sawball. You know he's gonna use it at the end, and then yeah, you you, you kind of just know that that's what that's where the movie's gonna go. And besides that, it just there's so many little things in the movie which just the the problem is that Nicolas Cage, if he was not in this movie. <laughs> You had put I'm someone else. Talk in. like this all the time. Like who would be like if you put John Travolta in this movie? If you put in, we'll say who else would be a good. Actor? Um, Stone? I don't know. You could probably put in a bunch of people. Jason Statham. Yeah, <laughs> Jason Statham. Yeah, you could probably have done it. Like any anybody could have been in this movie. It really it really doesn't matter. It's like action star A. You know, like it, whatever. It didn't. It doesn't need to be anybody in particular. I honestly, I I really do believe that that Nicolas Cage gets movie roles because he pays for the movies. So basically, I feel like he paid for this movie, and that's why he's yeah. starring in it. And the film. I mean, this wasn't his te- most terrible acting. I, I feel like he's had much worse roles or acting, you know. But uh, yes. it just—I mean—he's Nicolas Cage. If you like him, you like him. If you don't, you don't. We personally don't like him that much. Yeah. No. I mean. <laughs> If we had a month of Nicolas Cage, I think I'd blow my brains out. Yeah. I mean, Goob- <laughs> oh, don't, don't come up with that idea. No, 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 no. No, 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 no now no. it's out there in the world. No, after, we- <laughs> no, after greatest movie ever did their Year of the Cage, where every month you them, there's no way we could top that. But the fact is, I'm surprised you did that, Goob. I would have blown my brains out within two months because I hate him so much. Just, you know, And the fact that you found movies which I had never heard of that oh, he was God. in, I was like, oh my God, oh, why? God. <laughs> like Black Thunder and and, and uh, bringing down out the dead, which is a movie which is just so insane. I can't even. Yeah. I can't even. But um, all right. So plot wise, the, the the premise is right is there. I mean, that's that's the whole plot. I mean, clearly, you know what you're gonna know what happens in the end. As soon as you start watching the movie, you're gonna be like, oh, okay, yeah. There's not really any shockers or any like real. Yeah, the two shockers that they had both were spoiled by the opening sequence. Yeah, if they yeah. didn't have that, it would have made more yeah. sense. If you it's just... kind of like okay, well, uh, hey, here's this uh, scene of a dude driving out of hell. Okay, that spoils the plot. Kind of if going back to one of our previous episodes, uh, Dark City. 
if you watch the the original movie version, theater version, they they like spoil the whole freaking movie and and with with some words in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. If you watch the director's cut, you're you go in with some suspense. You don't know who he is, why he's there. You know, like that's what you feel like you should be doing with this movie. Yeah. But they. Yeah, it's it just they could do so much more. Uh. Plot-wise, yeah. cinematically, the fact they shot it in 3D actually worked to its benefit for the most part. Because a yeah. lot of scenes were... It's not like the typical, like, Oh, look, his hand is coming <laughs> yeah, at yeah. you! No, I mean, it, it, it was, you know, it was pretty standard 3D stuff, you know, when 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 he shoots a bullet, the bullet kind of comes at you, or, or, you know, the car kind of drives out of the screen at you, and that kind of stuff. But the, the as, as the movie went on... I started getting a little annoyed with some of the 3D because then they were just kind of throwing 3D stuff in there just to kind of throw it in there. There were a couple, like, explosions at the end of the movie or towards the end of the movie where, like, it, like the, the car itself didn't, like, come at the screen. It was just kind of, like, random, like, debris, like, coming at you in the screen. And it kind of, like, took away from the explosion. Like, yeah. I, got, I got so, I got so, like, I started watching the stuff coming out of the explosion and not really watching the explosion so it's like almost like I would have just rather them just done an explosion or did like the explosion come out at me or something I don't know it just was kind of like oh here's a random tire and a, and a pipe you know like yeah. I don't know and the movie was I liked that the fact they kept the theme it wasn't the typical like the chase movies now do like transporter it's the typical grays and dark colors this yeah. actually had a lot of nice color and it had a lot yeah. of oranges reds yeah. A lot of reds. That was the main theme was, like, red and black. And a lot, like, the the setting of this movie is, like, you know, Midwest. So sometimes with Midwest, you, it gets very dull and, and, like, dusty and sand. And, like, it just kind of looks dim all the time. This movie, with the with the cars that they were using, with the, some of the special effects and stuff like that, they did put a lot of color into it. So it, it made it less less bland. I yeah, guess, it yeah. looks really good with, with the cars. Yeah. Look amazing, and also in places like that one place, the Bull by the Ball. <laughs> yeah. That bar really exists where you could sleep with the. <laughs> but I don't know because Milton's choice of girl seems to be like, um, like the ladies' man type. Yeah. He's like, I need a skank like Delta <laughs> Burr. I don't. Like I don't that. feel like. I don't feel like he chose her so much as she chose him. <laughs> but he did it two different times, so I think yeah. that he, like he goes more for skanks. Yeah, because <laughs> he was with. Piper the entire time, and she is for the most part is mainly live action fan service to her bending over, and yeah, that's yeah, really good. Well, because I mean, she's a hot girl. It is fan service, but they don't objectify her too much. They they more they more make her a strong character. Than well, anything. she beats because, the shit out of that. Well, yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. That guy. yeah. She's not like her boobs aren't hanging out. Like she's not. She doesn't like. She does have like Daisy Dukes on, but they're not like super upper butt. Like they're like there's 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 they're leaving stuff to the imagination, which is which is. Yep. Okay, and, you know. And also, she. Whereas in some yeah. of the other scenes with some of the other women that are in the movie, they don't leave anything to the imagination because they're just butt ass naked. Yep, firing gun. <laughs> Full but... frontal going on. Wow. If you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and she was a strong character. She got in a lot of fights. She held her own. She wasn't typical. Oh no! Help me! Yeah, she she actually was like she kicked some ass. <laughs> but on the other hand. A lot of feminists would be really pissed off at this movie because she gets... Because the typical thing is men are not supposed to strike women. That's something that's kind of ingrained to us from when we're kids. 
They tell you, you yeah, know. this movie has no problem with hitting women. <laughs> women did. hitting women, men hitting women, cars hitting women, bullets hitting women. They're every, women are getting hit all over the place in this movie. Uh, what else? But what else? they're hitting back, so I guess yeah, it's, it's evened out. Yeah, because I mean, she gets she gets pretty much clocked in the face twice, but sh- that's after she clocks the dude a couple times. So and kicks him in well, the nuts. Well, he deserves and, it. For, yeah, he for, deserves it because he cheats on her, but. Yeah, <laughs> and then he has a uh, an air conditioner fall on his head. So. <laughs> but the, the best part, she's walk, she throws the girl out, and then the fat guy just pulls out his camera phone. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. There, see, there are there are there are a few choice moments in the movie that are just kind of funny. Like you just you just kind of chuckle at it. You're like, eh, <laughs> that's yeah. funny, but it's it's not as nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. I, I've seen bits and pieces of it before we actually watched it yep. tonight, and I was just like, what in the hell is this crap? And the movie is, looks from those pieces alone, they look terrible, but yeah. when you put it together, it makes when, sense. Yeah, when, when, you, when, you, when you put it in the context of the overall film, it actually isn't so bad. So, But still, all the scenes with the accountant are badass no matter <laughs> what. Yeah. <laughs> Especially that one scene which they, you, if you watched before the movie came out, they show this movie in the trailers and they, as a teaser... But they didn't have the music in when... Yeah. They didn't have that music, which made it so much more... Yeah. Not ridiculous, but just like... <laughs> just over, more over the top. And just... But it, it seemed to fit his personality as a character, yep. too. <laughs> like, it's like, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm stuck in hell all the time and I don't get to do much. Now's my chance to have some fun and... and I see the accountant as, like, in one respect, he kind of, like, uh, I gotta go out and get this guy. Because he's basically, like, the bounty hunter of hell. He has to go back and... who He has to go and, and catch the people who escape, basically. And also, he's gotta make sure, like... You could think he's he's Chiron, like he's the one of the ferryman. Yeah, yeah. Because he has a Roman coin. Yeah. Which you could either signify that one he's the ferryman because you give the ferryman two two pieces mm-hmm. of silver, or you could say he's kind of related to Judas a little bit because of the fact yeah. that you know the, the silver coin, the, the thirty piece of silver. But he's it could be like the coin of judgment or something like that. Too. I don't know. But uh, but he you know he he has that. Oh, I really don't want to do my job right now. But then, on the other hand, he, he has fun doing his job. As on the other hand, so it's like, I don't know. He's he kind of there's like a little dichotomy there. Like he he knows in the end he's gonna do what he needs. Like he his job is he's gonna do his job. So it's just kind of like Nicolas Cage is just prolonging the inevitable. Yep. And, and then <laughs> even as a oh, says, "Look, if you win, I win. Yeah. If you lose, I win. <laughs> yeah. So." <laughs> He wins no matter what, and uh, there are some really choice moments where he just like where he rattles off because he's like we said he's a count. He if you're on his books, you're going to hell, and he's like kind of like there's yeah. times he bumps at somebody. He's like, yeah, okay, I'll see you in seventy years. <laughs> see you in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, so it he was he was pretty enjoyable. Yeah. Um. So what else? What else? There's the God um, Killer. There's uh, uh, Bill Burke as the Billy Burke as the villain. Uh, I think this is the most, like I said, this is the most enjoyable I've seen him as a guy who got his he, dick he bitten did, off. He, <laughs> I mean, he as uh, he he was he definitely sounded like a crazy Southern Texan cult leader. Mm-hmm. Not to not to talk about you know a previous cult leader that existed in real life, but um, you know that kind of like he had that very he almost had like a Jim Morrison feel to him. Yeah, you know, like he just kind of like. The one cool, like one cool thing of aspect of his character that I thought was like he had he had like he had a revolver, like it was like a six shooter, like from like the Wild West, 
And he would, like, kind of, like, I don't know, it was weird. He just had, it like, a very interesting way about him with it. He, like, he would hold it Not- kind of flamboyantly, but, like, like just kind of, like, nonchalantly and just, like, his wrist was... But then, but then when he started shooting, he he would do like the classic like gunslinger move where he was like slapping the 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 hammer as he was shooting, and it was like I don't know, it was cool. Like he was a shitty shot though. Well, yeah, except, yeah, except when he shot him. Oh, <laughs> that's spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yes, but he just. Well, you're right. That, that scene where he did that, that yeah, reminded. But he it was cool. There was more than six shots. Most of those times he <laughs> shot out. He had maybe like an, a nine shooter. <laughs> it's not like in Shoot 'em Up where he says, "Yeah, you shot fifteen rounds and you go through and it's fifteen yeah, rounds." Yeah. That's yeah. They 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 just kind of that was the one thing I have to say about this movie. Like for for somebody who's who's very a good shot, like Nicholas Cage's, he was kind of going through bullets like candy. But he uh, wanted to double tap with it too. Yeah. If I if I take if I take a line from uh, from Sin City. Like yeah, he was he was just kind of throwing bullets away. Like it, he wasn't doing like precise like shoot him in the head or you know hit him in a vital organ. Like he would hit him once in the leg and then he'd hit him in the arm and then he'd hit him in the head or like you know like just for no apparent reason, just not there was a real reason for it. He just should have popped them and then been done. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, no, he just went out of bullets and. The- all the people used guns were, and they were they didn't just use guns. In all the fighting yeah. sequence, it wasn't just guns. It was they had, had hoes and pitchforks and all kinds of stuff. Compact crossbows <laughs> yeah. and baseball bats. And one guy had one of those uh, those the, the a nail bat. Yeah. In the church, he had a <laughs> nail bat. I mean, why would you bring a nail bat to a gunfight? <coughs> what are you a bully? Like, <laughs> yeah. The henchmen were kind of were kind of funny. Yes, they were just because they were all just kind of lame. <laughs> like they're just lame. Southern henchmen, and not even like in our the goons who are like this. They'd yeah. be below the drones. Yeah. Like the only one who was had personality were... was like we said Kenneth Wayne Bradley, who had the ugliest <laughs> wig on the planet. And they said that they went to the wig shop and they said we want the ugliest wig you have. And when they it's went to so get the wig, they said we don't want you to 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 take this wig. And yeah. they say here's the money. We want the wig. It and was the... ridiculous. And his his name in the movie is Man in Wig. So, and I think that we should just put him as this, as the as the motivational poster. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say though, but or they count one of those two. But um, but he was funny. He you know basically crazy as anything. Just yeah. like in this is funny because he's all like, uh, he's like, with our pact with Lord Satan, we'll be <laughs> fine. He's like, you know, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yes, another one of the classic accountant lines because everything yeah. he said was pretty much gold. Which was cool. That that was another cool thing about the whole like cult thing with and Satan, and with the accountant like kind of explaining it. I guess I'm kind of ex- spoiling some stuff, but yeah. um, like you know, like the cult really they didn't have a pact with Satan at all. The accountant even said to them like, "Oh, you know, oh, I never heard of you," because he, you know, he's the one who's in charge of the books, basically. So he knows who's made packs with Satan and who... And yeah. he's like, I've never heard of any of it. Because, so, these, you know, they were basically, like, posers, you know, the, the, yeah. the, the, this cult. Yeah, it was, it was doing that with the, the fact that it makes it that human man doesn't really know how religion works. Like, they yeah. made a point where he's like, Jesus, uh, Carpenter, <laughs> despite what popular belief, likes short hair. <laughs> it's like... You know, or, or, or uh, you know, Satan is the warden of a very large prison. Very yeah. quiet man, well read. Yeah, it's, it's you know we we don't understand that the fact, and it's mm-hmm. how it goes afterwards. Yep. 
So I think we've we've beaten this horse dead uh, at this point. Yeah, I mean we could go longer and we could go <laughs> further on, but I really don't. Oh, soundtrack! Soundtrack was pretty good. Surprise! It, it fit the movie, uh, except for the the final song. Cause yes, because the, they should have just used Meatloaf. Yeah, yes. they, not a cover it was it was a very bad cover. Like really bad. Like it was like Nicolas Cage sang it. No. <laughs> Someone I wouldn't said, doubt it. Someone said he has a good voice. I think that's bullshit. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If he, had, he did Elvis. <laughs> I don't know. Now, for those who don't know, we have a five-point <coughs> rating system. Our lowest rating being protests are your local red box. So no one rents to start your hands with piece of shit. To our highest rating, which is really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't buy this now, your brain will freeze your eyes, open your soul before for to the 12th layer of hell, where you'll be forced to watch episode one for eternity, while Jar Jar Binks rubs your shoulders saying, I love you, Misa, love you. And you're forced to be shot with the god killer, where you will no longer exist. That sucks. Um, <laughs> for me, I'm going to have to give this a worth watching in the background while surfing the internet for porn. Because the movie is not bad. All the scenes with the counter are amazing. But the rest of it is take or leave. And we haven't even spoken about the last thing, but we'll talk about that afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you. You know, if it came on on like FX or something like that and you just happened to turn it on... It's worth a, a watch, you know, just to say, oh, I saw that movie, and then, and that's basically it. Yeah, but it's it. not one you should be worth, like, watching in theaters once or no, watching on No, on it's DVD not, once. it's not something that you want to, that you even want to borrow from somebody and yeah. never return, it's not, it's not like that. It's just like, if it comes on TV and it, it's one of those guilty pleasure movies, it's just kind of like, oh, let me watch this because there's nothing else to watch. Yeah, but, you know, you just don't even pay attention to it all the way, it's just ridiculous, yeah. just how crazy it is. And the scene we were talking about before, back to that was that in Shoot'em Up, they had a gunfight during a sex scene. <laughs> and this one had another gunfight during a sex scene. But the difference is in that one, they were both naked, and they were, and Clive Owen was an actual active participant. They were moving around to different yeah. spots. Were, and he wasn't... He was enjoying They it. weren't planning on having a gunfight. It just kind of happened. In this movie, Nicolas Cage is fully clothed. He has a cigar in his mouth, a bottle of Jack in his hand... And a gun right near him, and he's fully clothed, and this chick is, like, going to town, doing her business on him, and he's pretty much expecting a gunfight to happen. He says, I don't get naked before a gunfight. <laughs> and he doesn't even, he just moves left, right, left, and yeah. then he rolls over. There was really no stunts. There, It wasn't really all that exciting of a, of a scene. I mean, it was, it was funny, like, it would have been cool, like... Shock value wise, like if I hadn't seen it before in yeah. another movie, but it wasn't nearly as good as the other movie mm-hmm. scene. Also, the fact that there was only three antagonists with guns and the rest were using hoes and sickles, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and a, and a catapod, yeah. which did lead to yeah, that was kind of that 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 part was kind of funny because because you couldn't tell if the girl was if that was. Helping it along, or or because because you know they're in the middle of doing it, so you don't know if she was, yeah, she was having an orgasm. <laughs> yeah, but she didn't even realize, and that's the thing which is kind of like, uh, yeah, that yeah, that was the other part. It was like she didn't realize that there was that he was shooting people and stuff like until like till the cattle prod. I don't think right. But, yeah, true. And it was got, weird. But, like, yeah. how do you not know that he's shooting people and he's tossing you around while? Well, Monica Bellucci didn't notice. Uh, Bellucci didn't notice either, so I can't really say that. Mm-hmm. But the Jack, I mean, the, the scene where he takes a swig—that was kind of funny. But for yeah. the most part, some people say it was a better fight. I disagree. Yeah. 
I don't see it. it the the other one had better, like, it had a, it was more choreographed, I felt like, the other one. Yeah. There was more moving parts to it, and, like, because there were, like, dudes, like, all over the place. This was kind of like, one guy came in, shoot him. One guy came in, shoot him. One guy comes from the window, shoot him. Like, it wasn't, like, there wasn't, like, a mass of people coming. Like, I felt, it, like, it didn't, or, like, because, like, in Shoot 'em Up, that's what it kind of felt like. It felt like there was, like, dudes coming from everywhere all at once. And they were precision shots. This yeah. was kind of like the only precision shot he did was the guy with the machete, where he shot it and it, it went into his head. Yeah. Only precision shot. The rest yeah. of the where he shot him in his toes. And that was kind of badass. That was really cool. He shoots the machete, and the machete pings and goes right up into his head. <laughs> and then at the end, he had to be saved, which didn't happen with Clive Owen. Clive right. Owen, and he ran out of bullets, too. He just picked up a different weapon. Yeah. This guy, then, he's like, I can't move. Yeah. You know? But he did do his white man karate kick <laughs> in one scene. The his Chuck- high kick. Hi-ya. It's like a bad Chuck Norris kick. And yeah. Sh- and speaking of which, did you hear he was going to be in Expendables 2? Is Chuck Norris going to be in Expendables 2? Yes. Oh. Yes. Chuck Norris in Expendables, Expendables. 2. Expendables. But awesome. Van Damme is not going to be in it. Ah, bullshit. Yes. Bullshit. But Arnold and Bruce Willis. Nice. And Very Dolph nice. Lundgren. And Dolph Lundgren. No Jet Li. Eh. Jason Statham. Jason Statham will still be in it. That's cool. No Mickey Rourke. Ah. That's a shame. But it's going to be a good he movie. He was only a side character anyway, though. So. Still going to be a good movie. Alright, we rambled on yes, long enough. Yes, we have. So remember, you can check us out at www.spirekin.com. You can email spirekin at gmail.com, zanspirekin.com. Timbo.spirekin at gmail.com. And you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. And we're also on our Twitter under Spirekin Movie. And also, you can check us out at 206-350-8462. And you can leave a voicemail. We'll play it on air. Yep. And so now it comes to that part we've all been waiting for. What are we talking about? We're talking about that one. That only... Dodecahedron of movies. Yes, the dodecahedron of movies. Now, what is a dodecahedron? It is a. It is a number shape. <laughs> it is a number shape. <laughs> yes. Well, we call them number cubes, but that's that's only when it's a cube. Yes. So this is a number dodecahedron, which is a twelve, which is twelve sides. Twelve, correct. twelve. So yeah, so yes, it's a twelve-sided object. Which what we're going to do is we're going to roll it, and when the number lands, and it's reviewing the next episode of the Spark and Movie Review, and this is the beginning of the next theme month, which, as we said, is going to be brought to you by Kung Fu Entity, a movie any blo- red-blooded male should watch. Yes, and it's it's not porn. It's just awesome. That's 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 the and Bronson. And oh yeah, we do have news about the movie. Apparently, Bronson Pinchot. If you don't know who he is, he was Balky from Perfect Strangers. He's apparently going to make a, a cameo appearance in the movie. So it will be totally worth it. So yeah. definitely check it out. So roll the dodeca and see what we're reviewing in the next episode. In the first of our month of Karate, Kempo, and Kung Fu Masters. So Hi-ya! in the first of the month, what are we reviewing? I don't know. What are we reviewing? Number twelve. Number 12, Barry Gordy's Last Dragon. An amazing movie, and supposedly they were supposed to remake it with Samuel L. Jackson as the titular villain, even though the guy who played him would have done a great job. Well, he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Weekend at Bernie's. (laughs) We know someone who could bring him back to life. (laughs) Dr. Mobius! (laughs) Robo! Julius Carey! (laughs) With his pincers and lasers! No, he doesn't need. He doesn't need. Oh, 
Cyborg. <laughs> Cyborg Bruce Lee. Cyborg Bruce Lee. Oh yes. Cyborg Superman. Eh, well, he's he's gone. After fifty two, he's yeah. gone. Yeah. They got rid of him. Sorry, we're we're off track. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we can ramble now for a bit. But yes, no more Cyborg Superman fifty two. They got rid of him, Correct. which sucks. Yeah. Which made Hank Henshaw. He was awesome though, because he was actually started off as a douchey character who was in one comic, mm-hmm. and then he got badass, and then he disappeared. Then the Weaponers turned him into what is it, uh, Manhunter Prime? Yeah, something like that. Now he's gone. I like the Eradicator too. The Eradicator was cool when they. Well, he was all right when he when they first introduced him, and then they kind of made him more of a robot and stuff. And then like I thought he was really awesome. But they never used them. They just they, yeah. and then they brought him back, and he's like, he the, he was like the 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 original Eradicator with the stupid ga- glasses, again, and, and now I don't think he exists. And Steel doesn't exist. Well, he does exist. He does. He he's not Steel yet. Oh, he's back to being he's, a weapons designer for LexCorp, or what is it? He's Henry Irons. He he works for the government. Uh, but he does work with Lex Luthor in, in Action Comics. Is Lex Luthor chubby boy? No, he's not chubby. He's skinny. Yeah. He's skinny businessman guy. Oh, it's back to being skinny creepy guy? Well, I, I don't know. It's like... Like he was in, in Superman Doomsday, how he was like all gangly and creepy? Yeah, he, he's not so much gangly. It's just the way the person's drawing him at the at the moment. I liked how he was drawn in, in Bruce Timm's version where he's kind of... He's a little fat, but he's not really. He's more like... He's He's stocky. I yes. always, I always thought when if you if you go back to the Superman animated series, I always thought of him. He always looked like Telly Savalas. Yeah, and that was cool because <laughs> Telly Savalas is badass. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, and and uh, like he wasn't he wasn't fat, but he wasn't skinny, but he was. Yep. And who was the other um, person? Uh, the other character. Um. Uh, Joker hasn't even shown up in. Joker is in Detective Comics. Oh, he did show up. Yeah, he he's in it. Um, have they changed? And him? no, he haven't, they haven't changed him at all. Um, and also uh, in Batman, uh, Dick Grayson is disguised as him. Ho ho! That makes no sense. He has like a, a facial changer thingy on. Oh, like so he stole shit from uh, Montoya. Who's wait? Is Montoya well, still well, the question, or I, have well, they changed that? All right, they didn't change her. She still exists, but I think she doesn't. I think she's dead. Now, I think she died or something. Something happened previous to 52. Because they mentioned her in Batwoman. Yeah, because she was Batwoman's girlfriend. Right. I think she's... Or she's... Either she died or something happened to her or something. But she did, they didn't they didn't erase her from existence. But if they just killed her off as just the girlfriend, maybe that means that... The question is still alive! You yes. didn't die of uh, whatever weird disease he had. No, I, no, I think he's dead too. Uh, lame. Yeah. Bring him back I, using dead man's powers. Yeah. I want to hear more about Agalat. Yeah, he was good. Um, what else happened? Also, he was in uh, another movie too, but still trying to piece together the whole DC universe. And same thing with Marvel. Marvel, the whole Marvel universe, the Avengers, insanity, including uh, Spider-Man and the Avenging, uh, Avenging Spider-Man. With it's pretty much Spider-Man and his amazing friends of each episode. Yes. And but it's but it's drawn by Joe Matarera, so oh, it looks amazing. The yeah, it looks awesome, it. and and I'm I'm happy that he's back to drawing comics. I'm just not happy with the fact that Hulk now officially is Thunderbolt. It's not. Well, no, they still they still do have Incredible Hulk. Yeah, but still. they just premiered the new series 
But he's he's separated from Banner. He's now he's just he's his own entity. So he's it's like him against Banner. Yeah, but I, I Red Hulk is cool except for the fact that he's Thunderbolt Ross. It it like bugs me that he's Thunderbolt Ross because because I just think oh he's an old guy. And he's an old man with a big stupid mustache, and then he becomes the Hulk, and then he doesn't have the mustache anymore, and and that just bugs me. It bothers me. And Red She Hulk, I think that's just they just have killed her off and not brought her back. And said, yeah. "Oh, she's with Hulk. No, now she's with Tyrannus, a villain who's been a, a Hulk villain since 1983." Yeah, and she's screwing around. And it's like, "Oh wait, Bruce, I love you. I didn't mean to do that. You spent five issues banging this other guy. <laughs> what?" <laughs> I don't know. I I could never I could, I could never get into Incredible Hulk. I, I tried because I, I like the character itself. I just can't I just can't read the comic because it just gets so convoluted, like so quickly. Like it just too much craps going on, and like every character now is like is some sort of a Hulk or an abomination or or a bomb or what you know. Like everybody, everybody that he knows is has been turned into some sort of. Creature, or but that's because he can't be anyone because he irradiates radiation. <laughs> it's like friend. Oh <laughs> uh, well, well, we'll see how Hulk is in the new movie. Yeah, it looks interesting. Mark but... Ruffalo. Yes, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if Mark Ruffalo can uh, can act. Surprisingly, we talked more about that than we did about <laughs> Drive Angry. Sorry, I'm I'm a comic book geek. So am I. Can't, can't we are. Help, can't That's why we it. started a manga. We, and, yeah, yeah, we we can't we can't go anywhere without segueing into it. Sorry. Yes, and thank God we didn't talk about the Battle Chasers thing I heard, but we'll talk about that another episode. Okay. Because we're gonna eventually review Battle Chasers the anthology. Sounds good. And talk about how sad it was that he left it on such a cliffhanger. Yeah. I'm gonna make video games. Okay. Finish Battle Chasers. <laughs> damn it, or put them in the game. It's like fine. You you made a decent game. You're making a sequel to that game. That's cool, but uh, you know, finish the freaking series. Just put a, just make a conclusion. Just, even, just even if it's just uh, issue six, like you said, which yeah. is just going to be a, a fold out of Red Monica, just <laughs> naked. <laughs> Do something. Just yeah, I I really hate when comic books just freaking stop getting made. That's annoying. And same thing with Bat. Well, Bastard. The reason why it happened is because he died halfway through the last. Yeah, series. he died. But, yeah. you know, but. There was a, there was a comic that came out like from Image uh, a couple years, like probably about like five or six years ago. It was like it was called the Forsaken. If you've ever heard of it, it's it's a really cool comic. The artist guy, it, it and it's not to be confused with another comic that was also named that. But like it, the artist has worked with you know has done some stuff since then he's done a couple comics that are like that are like really well done uh one of them was like called supermarket if you've ever heard of it um uh-huh. and and the thing the, the comic had three issues it wasn't even supposed to be a full series it was only supposed to be a mini series they didn't even get to the end of the freaking mini series it was supposed to be like maybe six issues they couldn't even get through three i mean if you can get what the hell <laughs> i mean if you could do ultimate hulk that miniseries, remember <laughs> yeah. that? Oh Wolverine? my god! Five oh. years it took oh. them to finish four issues. Holy crap! I mean, what was taking so long with that? Seriously, I just love the fact that like in a, in the previous episode yeah. they go through the yeah. entire. If you didn't it's read. like Wolverine was <laughs> ripped in half and he was thrown a half mile up. <laughs> uh, such a yeah. I just I just don't understand why like. 
especially with a mini series. See that like I can I can understand a, a, a like a, a monthly series getting pushed back a little bit here and there. But, a mini- but if you're if you're working on a mini series, that should be your focus. We have to finish this mini series in this in this time frame, or else no. <laughs> they should do like uh, Hiroki Rocky. <coughs> I'm done. Yeah. Guess what you're making more of? But but I but but I but I killed Dio and guess what you're making more of? Oh oh, and we and we have to do a typical JoJo's reference because it's coming up. But anyway, so that's it for this episode. As usual, um, wouldn't want to be you when Satan finds out. Nice. And this is your host Zahn of the Spark and Weir View and my fair quote from. Nicholas Cage and Drive Angry Shot in 3D is going to be. Why is everyone trying to hurt me? So, what was it? The 440? Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next time. And remember. Boobies! <laughs> Kung Fu! Yes, Kung Fu did
You, fat fuck. Come here. What'd you call me? What did you just call me? I called you fat fuck. We had better leave it at that. Unless you prefer I call you dead fat fuck. What? What kind of car, Frank? What? Your car. What kind is it? Why does everyone keep hurting me? Answer. Ah! Ah! Charger, you fuck! 440 of the Hemi. 440? Jesus. Carpenter. And despite what you've heard, prefer short hair. You almost fucking killed me, man. I'm not even close. I won't see you again until you're 73. You all see in three months. So what does that mean? Boys, to stand down. Captain, you know what this badge means, right? Federal Bureau of Get the Fuck Out of My Way. Wait, how did you... Who are you? I'm the accountant. 